How do we stop and notice that incredible, holy things happen to us every day? My name is Rabbi Lauren Holtzblatt, and this is Awake, Finding the Holy in the Everyday. When you listen, I hope you'll take a few minutes to pause, to open yourself to the possibility that holiness, connection, and presence are around us all of the time. Hi, everybody. So one thing I have not spoken about on this podcast is that um, the beginning of the of the quarantine, my family and I rented eggs. They were fertilized eggs from a farm, and the farm delivered seven eggs with an incubator and two live chicks. I think the live chicks were there just to kind of have fun because the eggs take 21 days to incubate and hatch. And uh, we watched those eggs move around in the incubator for a very long time. And the little chicks began to grow. And first they were really cute. And then they kind of went in their... Um, I'd say like pre-adolescent stage, which was less cute. (laughs) And on day 21, we had one egg hatch and then a few more a few days later. We got five out of seven, which is considered a good, it's a good number. And one of the things I read in the literature was that when you add the new chicks to the brooder. The brooder is the cage that holds all the chicks together that sometimes the older ones have trouble accepting the younger ones and they peck at them, which is where we get the expression pecking order. And a little pecking is okay because it lets the little chicks know who's in charge. But if the larger chicks get aggressive, that's when you have to be careful and create some separation between them. And one thing I kept noticing was that each time I added a new chick, they were just accepted. They all sat under this hot plate together. They cuddled together at night. Uh, They shared food. They shared water. There was something just incredibly accepting about a pretty small space for what ended up being seven chicks, two that were quite large by the time they left our house and went back to the farm. And I guess what was profound for me, even though it sounds so silly, was that at the same time as I was watching this go on in my home, outside of the doors of our home, we were living in a pandemic. It was a time that we're still in where we're avoiding people we see on the street. We are not going to places that have, you know, more than what, 10 people, 20 people keeping our distance, wearing our face masks. We have separation in ways that I don't think I've ever experienced in my life in ways that feel deeply painful to be away from people. And then at the same time as that was happening, 
we had a new explosion of killings of black Americans, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmed Arbery, and the sense of coming together to speak for racial justice because black Americans have never really felt at home here in America because being black in America means that you are constantly at risk. When you get in your car, when you go for a run, even when you're in your own apartment. And the more that I read and listen, the more I realize how my brothers and sisters with a different color skin than me have struggled so deeply with feeling at home, with feeling safe, with feeling that there's a place that they can put their guard down and and just be. And it made that watching of nature coming together so profound for me in that moment of how right it felt that something new is born and it's accepted. It's, it's nurtured. There's a space for it. And how deeply that feels lacking in our world today. And I came upon this midrash from the collection Pirkei de Rabbi Eliezer, which sung to me, and I, I think it made to you too, which is why I want to share it with you. It's about the beginning of, of the world, when God's creating the world in Genesis. And God is speaking to the angels about whether God should create human beings or not. And some of you know this from the from both the Pshat, the plain read of the Torah, and, and the Midrash that commentator Rashi brings, that God God says, I'm going to make a human being in, in our image, Kidmutenu. Pitsalmenu Kidmutenu, right? In our likeness, in our image. And the rabbis comment on that, that that was God discussing with the angels whether God should create human beings. And the angels fought against creating human beings because the angels said human beings would sin and they would be full of anger and they would make so many mistakes. And in this Midrash, God says, that may be, but aren't I the one who is called Erech HaPayim V'Rav Chesed, the one who is slow to anger and full of love? Meaning, People are going to do that. People are going to make terrible, terrible mistakes. But if I, God, am not able to help them find their way through a slowness to anger and through an abundance of love, then, then, what, then what am I? How did I get in this position to be God? And it was at that moment that God gathered the dust of Adam from the four corners of the world. And so the Midrash asks, why, why did God gather dust from the four corners of the world? It's because the Kodesh Baruch Hu said, if a person should come from the east to the west, or from the west to the east, and a person's time comes to depart from the world, a person's time, it's time for them to die, then the earth shall not say, the dust of your body is not mine. Return to the place from which you were created. But in fact, God teaches you that in every place where a person goes or comes, 
His end approaches when he must depart from the world. Then is the dust of his body, and there it returns to the dust. As it is said, from dust you came, and dust you shall return. The Midrash is saying is that Adam, being created from the very dust of this earth, belongs everywhere. There's no corner from the east to the west to the north to the south that a human being doesn't belong. That's the godly way of looking at the world. The problem with the human way of working at the world is that we don't make enough space for everybody and their difference to feel that they have a makom, a place. That seems to me, as all I read about systemic change that we need to make in this country, as we dip our toes back into society after being in our homes for so long, seems to me to be a foundational teaching that we need to follow. That there's space for every single one of us. And that our very DNA is the dust of the earth that comes from everywhere, from north, from south, from east, from west. And that perhaps it's not for each one of us to decide who belongs and who doesn't, but actually to hear the calling of the earth, to say that everybody, everybody is from here. Everybody belongs. Thank you so much for listening. Before I go, you can always check out more episodes at addisisrael.org slash awake or on Apple Podcasts. Please make sure to hit subscribe, rate us five stars, and leave a review to let us know you like the show. It helps us to get the word out. Finally, you can email us at awake at addisisrael.org to give feedback about the show. Let us know what you like and what you want to hear more of. Thank you for listening. And I'm wishing you a holy encounter this week.